From these he would make the arms and legs and feet of his man. For the body he stripped a sheet of thick bark from around a big tree, and with much labor fashioned it into a cylinder of about the right size, pinning the edges together with wooden pegs. Then, whistling happily as he worked, he carefully jointed the limbs and fastened them to the body with pegs whittled into shape with his knife. It seemed remarkably tall, even for a full-grown man, But that was a good point in the small boy's eyes, and Tip did not object at all to the size of his creation. Now that is a very fine man, and it ought to frighten several screeches out of old Mombi, but it would be much more lifelike if it were properly dressed. To find clothing seemed no easy task, but Tip boldly ransacked the great chest in which Mombi kept all her keepsakes and treasures, and at the very bottom he discovered some purple trousers, a red shirt, and a pink vest which was dotted with white spots. These he carried away to his man and succeeded, although the garments did not fit very well in dressing the creature in a jaunty fashion. Some knit stockings belonging to Mombi and a much-worn pair of his own shoes completed the man's apparel. And Tip was so delighted that he danced up and down and laughed aloud in boyish ecstasy. I must give him a name. So good a man as this must surely have a name. I believe I will name the fellow Jack Pumpkinhead. Now, Jack Pumpkinhead, I'll leave you here. I'll set up facing the turn in the path where old Mombi will appear. Hmm, you look natural enough to be a fair imitation of a Gillikin farmer. You stay here, Jack, and scare Mombi good. <laughs> that wizard was indeed crooked, but I managed to trade several important secrets of magic with him. <laughs> I secured three new recipes, four magical powders, and a selection of herbs of wonderful power and potency. (laughs) No one gets the best of Mumby. I can't wait to try these new sorceries. And after this turn in the path, I shall see home again. Good evening, sir. Oh, that rascally boy has been playing tricks again. A man made from sticks with a pumpkin head. Very good. Very good. Oh, I'll beat him black and blue for trying to scare me in this fashion. First, I'll destroy this pumpkin head. No. Wait. Why, here is a good chance to try my new powder. And then I can tell whether that crooked wizard has fairly traded secrets or whether he has fooled me as wickedly as I fooled him. (laughs) What? It's Mombi. Oh, she doesn't look the least bit frightened by Jack Pumpkinhead. Hmm. What's she doing? I'll hide behind this hedge. (laughs) This is what I need. The powder of life. And now let us see if it is potent. Stingy wizard didn't give me much of it, but I guess there's enough for two or three doses. She went to a wizard for potions. What's she doing? She's raising her arm. Don't destroy Jack! She's sprinkling the powder over his head, just as if she were sprinkling pepper on a potato. Don't yell like that. 
Do you think I'm deaf? He spoke. Jack spoke. He lives. He lives. He lives. Oh, yes, he lives. He lives. <laughs> what? You. Tip, come here. Uh-oh. You naughty, sneaking, wicked boy. I'll teach you to spy out my secrets and to make fun of me. I wasn't making fun of you. I was laughing at old Pumpkinhead. Look at him. Isn't he a picture, though? I hope you're not reflecting on my personal appearance. What do you know? Well, that's hard to tell, for although I feel that I know a tremendous lot, I'm not yet aware how much there is in the world to find out about. It will take me a little time to discover whether I am very wise or very foolish. To be sure. But what are you going to do with him? Now he is alive. I must think it over. But we must get him home at once, for it is growing dark. Help the pumpkin head to walk. Never mind me. I can walk as well as you can. Come.